for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. You know, Paul is still, uh, in this particular passage, he is continuing his discussion uh, from Romans 1 and Romans 2, where it talks about the wrath of God being poured out against all uh, ungodliness and sinfulness. Uh, and he's, he just made some concluding remarks in the verses earlier. And now in this passage, he talks a lot about righteousness, this righteousness that is now uh, come apart from the law, uh, which uh, brings, uh, uh, which must come through faith in Jesus Christ. So as we look at the passage, we're going to hear a lot about righteousness. Generally, what we're going to, uh, what we're going to talk about is what the standard of righteousness is. Righteousness, uh, from a biblical standard, uh, is, is really God's standard of what is right and wrong uh, with respect to humanity. Uh, I know a lot of times people, people will uh, come up with different ways and do different things to show that they are righteous, but it's really what God says righteousness is. Anything, ap anything apart from what God says is righteousness is purely self-righteousness and does not meet his standard of what is right and wrong. Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 31. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Welcome back to Living Life. We're going to look at this idea of righteousness that Paul uh, is continuing to speak about, uh, as he was in the earlier verses here in Romans chapter 3. 
Our righteousness is a gift from God. Righteousness in this context, when it's applied to humanity, means being in a right relationship or a right standing with God. God treats us as if we are righteous. The word is also that can be used here is justification. God declares us righteous in his sight and treats us as righteous in his sight. Uh, there's a scripture that says that God calls things which are not as though they were. So God is calling us even though we are not. In his sight, that's how he sees us. How does righteousness come to us? Well, righteousness does not come by our own self-efforts. We are imperfect, sinful human beings. The only way we can receive the righteousness of God is by grace. God affords us grace and through faith in Jesus Christ, righteousness comes. And when we look at, when we look at this scripture, especially in verse 23, it tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we are falling short of the standard of God. The word here in the Greek is hamatia. Hamatia simply means to miss the mark. So we have all, all of humanity, Jews, Gentiles, have missed God's mark. Kind of a way to look at this is think of a bullseye. Any of you that play dots, what is the, what is the, the, the mark that you are aiming for? The mark that you aim for when you play dots is the bullseye in the center. Think of a world that has plain dots, and we've missed the mark all the way around the board. But Jesus Christ is the only one who has hit the bullseye because he's made the mark. He, he has met God's standard and expectation because he was sinless. He was perfectly sinless, and he was perfectly obedient in this world. And because of that, he could die for us, those who were sinful, those who were imperfect, the sinless and the perfect dies for the sinful and the imperfect. And when we believe in what Jesus Christ did for us, his death, his burial, and his resurrection, when we have faith in his atoning work for us, that work that Jesus Christ did on the cross and in his resurrection is applied to us. The word really is here imputed to us. So Jesus, the righteous, the perfect righteousness of Christ, one who met God's standard, is now his righteousness is imputed to us. And he takes our sins, he takes our wrongdoings, and we get his perfect righteousness. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says, God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We might come into a right standing, a right relationship with God. Wow. How gracious is God to afford us his righteousness. God is just demonstrating his goodness. He's demonstrating his fairness and his justice and his justness for us. We have no right to what God has given us. It is God's total unmerited favor towards humanity.
and giving us his righteousness. So when we stand before God, we have no argument before him. We have no boasting before God, as the scripture says here. When we stand for him, that boasting is excluded because it's not by our own works. It's not by our own efforts. It's not by what we do, but it's only by what Jesus has already done for us. No other religion, no other religion has this type of grace to receive satisfaction with the God of that religion. God, through Jesus Christ, does everything possible for us to meet his standard, even though we fall short of his standard. So what Jesus Christ does for us is the person who has only met his standard 1% of the time, Jesus fills the gap so that they can meet God's full standard. The person who says, I've done 99% good in my life, Jesus still has to fill the gap of that 1% to meet God's standard. James 2.10 says, even if you try to keep the whole law and you fail in one point of the law, you have broken the entire law. God's standard is a standard of perfection, of perfect righteousness, which we do not meet. But it's the same God of perfect righteousness who has perfect grace and perfect mercy to allow the sinner to meet his standard of perfect righteousness by faith in Jesus Christ. Have you had your sins paid for by Jesus Christ? Have you received the righteousness of God? Or are you still, through your own efforts, trying to meet God's righteous standard? Today is an opportunity for you to stop your trying to meet God's standard and to accept what Jesus has already done in meeting God's standard. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace we have been saved through faith, and this is not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, lest any man should boast, and it's not of works. This is God's standard for you today. Accept Jesus by faith as you hear his voice. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time, this opportunity, and those, oh God, who are in the presence of your voice, Father, not my voice. May they hear you, Father. May they sense your presence through the Holy Spirit tugging at their heart, exposing their sin, in calling them to yourself today, may today be the day of their salvation. I pray all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
Let's go. 